0: <laughs> Baby girl, <laughs> that, that just that kills me. Um, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Grown Up Gay um, with two of your favorite homosexuals. <laughs> uh, <it> is- <laughs> oh my god! You um, right into it, <laughs> right? I am um, Vaughn. If this
1: is your first time listening, welcome and- to the show. And I'm Malik, also welcome to Grown Up Gay. We're so happy to have you here.
0: Um, I'm trying to... My dog randomly decided to just jump on the bed just now. Um, (laughs) That distracted the fuck (laughs) out of me. But anyway, Malik, it's been like a week or so. Friend, how have you been since the last time we sat down and did this podcasting thing?
1: Since the last time we sat down and did this whole podcast thing, um, I've been well, you know, some major... Some major... Revelations in my life Decided to go ahead And give my job My notice Um, Decided To You know Really become This full time Yoga teacher And this is a very Scary Eerie Feeling But It is something That I am being led And called to do And so I just gotta Get out there And make it happen You know what I'm saying Like There is no more need For me to do things That do not make me happy And That's I was Yeah It's just crazy Like all this month, all this, this last week, I've just been seeing so many things that are like, if you're not doing what you're passionate about, you're wasting your time. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, all these reminders. Um, so I'm excited. You know, I feel good about making this decision for myself and for my family. And I'll be able to spend more time with them and really just do some things that, um, you know, that I haven't yeah, really talked about. Yeah. It's just as far as like some things that are happening with my family but ultimately for me like you said I can feed my soul and, and I, re- I will feel super lit I'll feel super fulfilled with being able to do the thing that I love which is teach yoga and you know and continue to just um, blaze a trail in that direction because there are some amazing things that I want to do but until you can really dedicate 100% of your time to doing it it's like so difficult you know but I'm finally in a space. I'm finally ready to step out there and say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's run it. And I'm going to make it happen. So I feel good. Um, Good. Vonnie boy, how are you?
0: Um, I'm good. I kind of feel like I'm in the same place. Um, I feel like, well, at least this is what I keep telling myself. I don't know if I'm doing that to, like, (laughs) soothe how I feel. But I keep telling myself that, like, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that, like... Although I might not see it now, I might be thinking now, like, what the fuck, <laughs> why the fuck, or, you know, all that, um, I'm still, I'm just telling myself that this is where I'm supposed to be, um, I do have to say, I've been, I've been bitten by the entrepreneur bug myself, and I've been really, we've discussed this, um, in, in, in some lengths, at some lengths, I should say, um, but I've really been, like, trying to figure out how to make some shit shake, um in the world of entrepreneurship. I actually just even started taking like online classes for project management to see if that will help me, um, be able to cultivate and do all the things that I want to do. Because like I said last week with my, uh, get it together, it really is something like you just start working on it. Now that really is my goal. Like I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about fall. I'm thinking about spring, um of 2020 i'm thinking about summer of 2020 i'm not really worried about right now because listen i'm not having a hot boy summer <laughs> i'm having i'm having a frigid <laughs> a frigid nigga summer um okay i'm in the house i'm not out and about the summer body's not here like it didn't show up <laughs> like <laughs> i ordered it but it got rerouted <laughs> <bitch>. <laughs> to fall the in summer this shit is delayed, uh, but no, I, I really am. I'm, I'm not having uh, the summer that I thought I was gonna have. Granted, summer just started, um, but I'm I think it's for the better because it has me focused on on strategically play uh bettering myself and uh, focusing on the future. Um, but I did treat myself a little. Which goes into our growing up gay I'm sorry, not our growing up gay Our get it together for this week So I'll discuss more there So I'm going to let Treat Malik yourself. take it on over <laughs>
1: Yeah, speaking of treating yourself And this being a hot girl summer um, My my get it together is uh, entitled Hot girl summer you That's know, what I'm talking about Hot girl Meg, you know what I mean. It is a hot girl summer, and and, and this one is powered by uh Megan I D Stallion. So, in order to imagine. have a hot girl summer, what the hell does that really mean? How many that's, niggas that's, listen? Do you have to have on your lineup none? How many niggas do you need to have on your lineup? That is the question, and the answer is however many you need to have. Uh, I think it's important this summer. As we are venturing through these treacherous streets of... Not treacherous. <laughs> the United States of America or wherever you're listening, you may have to have you a starting five. You may also have to have you some we bench players lineup. as well. Okay. That's it. Do not be afraid to cut these niggas off like <laughs> a bad habit. Show. Let their ass go. Um, I was reading something the other day. And it was about, you know, dating guys and ghosting. And how, you know, ghosting is really a telltale sign of someone who is emotionally immature. And the reason why you're emotionally immature if you are ghosting people is because of the fact that... Boundaries is about telling people exactly what you want and also explaining to them what you want. So that if they do, in fact... Fuck you, fuck you over, or fuck with you. You can let them go, and it could be completely aesthetic in your mind and your heart because of the fact that listen, <laughs> I've let you know where I st- where I stand. I've told you how mm. I feel about this, and there's no need for me to just to ignore you like you don't exist. I'm done with you. You and I are not like aligned. like
0: Megan said. I keep it realer than real. Fuck all these niggas and fuck how they feel. Oh, I'm getting okay. money. It is what it is. That's it.
1: <laughs> so in order to have a hot girl summer. Go ahead and build your starting lineup, but also be ready to dock these niggas down, down, down to the ground. <laughs> we taking contracts. We, you know what I'm saying? We trading, Thank you for your we services. Putting them in, we putting them out. It, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, recently I was thinking to myself that I liked somebody. But then I also had to realize that, damn, how can I like somebody that I'm a, that I'm fearful to even have critical conversations with them? You know about how I'm feeling You know That is my whole life That ain't cool So Get it together is If you're not having a hot girl summer You better get in your bag Go I'm put your bag, makeup bitch. on hey. Go put your fresh <laughs> shoes on Go get a haircut Go get your You know Your, 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 your hair did Your twist out Whatever you rocking Rock it Be confident And get out here And do that shit Thank you Um,
0: (laughs) My get it together uh, For this week Is a mixture of two things Um, One step at a time Is the first one Um, And I think that That just goes for anyone That's trying to make Any changes in life Whatever they may be Um, Or changes in your habits Or your behaviors Take things One step at a time Uh, We tend to like To jump into things Full turkey Like You know We go straight up The deep end with all these changes and then we wonder why they don't ever stick. Right. We tend to be super restrictive and tend to be like so hard on ourselves about things. And then we wonder why they don't stick. And it's like, you know, making changes in life. I was going to make a really dirty joke. but I'm really <laughs> There's <laughs> I'm like, always E-D-P-G. time for a dirty joke. Right. I was about to say, you know, making changes in life is like taking dick. You know, you can't just push it all in. I'm just joking, but I'm going to leave it alone. Um, you got to lube that thing up. I mean, anyway, <laughs> no, but seriously, um, I think the best, the best way to approach any change in life is to accept that it's going to be one step at a time. It might take you a little longer than, you know, you expect. But as long as you're actively making those changes one steps at a time, bettering yourself you know, one step at a time, that's what matters. Uh, because eventually you get to the point where, you know, you're happy and all the changes have been made. Maybe you can't make all 10 changes right now or all five changes right now. But if you start with one change and just better yourself each way, you'll eventually get there. So that's my first one. And my second one is to treat your motherfucking self. Mm. Um, this is something that I'm not very good at. I'm great at spending money, just not on myself. <laughs> um, just not you know for things that i actually like want um but that's what i did that's what i've been doing for this past like the past few days there are so many sales and i love a sale like yes i love to ball on a budget like that is my favorite thing in the world um and there have been so many sales so i've been like treating myself um a little i had to i had to kind of Take the Amex out of my hand today because I was going to spend some more money. And I was like, you don't necessarily need to. Don't, like, go too crazy. You know, like, <laughs> don't, Do a lot, but not that much because <laughs> you still got to pay this shit off. Bitch, um, your alter ego said, do the most. Right. My alter ego said, like, listen, the devil said do the most. And the angel said, bitch, we don't got that much to do. So <laughs> I had to, like, reel, reel myself back in a little bit. But... Um, I did allow myself to be treated and I bought myself some nice things that I can't Mm. wait uh, for them to come in the mail. That's one of my only gripes with where I live right now. I need a doorman because some stuff came for me today and I wasn't here when it came. So now I have to like you have to play the waiting game until they like I wish there was an option when you're purchasing things like. Hey, are you going to be... Is it it likely that you'll be home to pick this package? Yes or no? No? Okay, we're going to take this shit straight to the post office and leave it there for you. Like your nearest post office. That would be a great option. Would that not be? Because it's like... I I hate the whole waiting game. Like, okay, say my package came on a a Tuesday and I was at work, right? Now I got to wait until like Thursday for them to make all their attempts and then they'll leave it at the post office. No! Just take it straight to the post office. Like, I wish there was an option for you to just be like... Look, real nigga shit, I work in the middle of the day, so I'm not going to be able to be home, and I don't have a doorman, so can y'all just take it to the nearest post office and leave it there? Like, that might need to be a thing. Companies, if you're listening, get, you might need to give people that option, because... I
1: think we may have to go ahead and just really um, spearhead the effort and make sure everyone's on board. I think so. <laughs> like, we, we we can call it, like, keep it, keep it, G, keep it, keep
0: it a, keep it a stack, <laughs> like, right, gonna be I home. Right, I ain't going to be home. Like, let me keep it a buck. I'm not going to be home because I'm never home in the middle of the day. Like, if it's not a Thursday, I'm not home. So, you know what I mean? That's the one crap that I've had. But those are my get-it-togethers for this week. One step at a time, and please remember to treat yourself. Now, be responsible with your treating, but do treat yourself.
1: Treat yourself. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. Give yourself a hug right now. Take your arms around yourself and say, "I love myself." Isn't that a song? Is it? I feel like I think it's a song. I I was just mimicking Monique. You know, I didn't even. Oh, really? That's all I was doing. Okay. You know, I feel like Monique and RuPaul are the same person. They both had. They both have the same. You know. Speaking of
0: RuPaul, have you watched his show?
1: That show was so bad. It is so bad. That show. It is, is so awful. bad. It is so oh bad. Oh my
0: god, yo! I was trying to watch it the other day on YouTube, and I was like, Ugh. Mm,
1: I can't, like, I can't sit through it. It's just so boring.
0: It is. It's so like, boring. Painfully boring. It's,
1: yeah, and, and what's interesting is that his pod. I'd rather listen to his podcast than listen to that that, that talk show. It's so forced. I, mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. Like even the whole walk the 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 runway must look more. That okay. It just it, it it like I've I've seen I've seen some clips with Sierra on it, mm-hmm. and it's just like and she needs to stop doing interviews because she's she, boring. She's beautiful so boring. girl,
0: beautiful young lady.
1: Great gown. That bitch is boring. No like, personality. I don't. Um, I
0: don't want to hear not an more story about you and Russell and uh, them damn children. Gosh.
1: What is your music? I did Shakes enjoy her performance with Rick though at the uh, when I saw the clips, but oh yeah, that that was she looked good. She looked amazing. She looked good. But when it comes just, down to RuPaul Charles and, and that talk show, can mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm.
0: it sashay, Sachet, you Sachet, don't sashay.
1: <laughs> oh it ain't good.
0: Oh <laughs> <All> way. <laughs> um.
1: Hey, you guys. It's Malik. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you haven't, be sure to follow us on social media. Our Twitter is G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-G-A-Y underscore. And our Instagram is G-R-O-W-N-U-P-G-A-Y. Be sure to tell a friend about what we're doing. Continue to share this show. And we appreciate you and we love you. Now let's get back into the episode.
0: So for this week's growing up gay I jokingly titled it The Book of Shadows Anyone that followed me on Twitter In the old days Knows that there's another Vaughn um, <laughs> The tall skinny one uh, <laughs> he, he calls Grinder And Jack and all those apps The Books of Shadows Which is like a Harry Potter thing if I'm not mistaken
1: No well, that's from Charmed
0: Is that from Charmed? It's from Charmed yeah See See it's from charmed mm-hmm. um, so yeah we wanted to discuss um, essentially dating in the queer world um, and for me I wanted to bring this up because I' saw the topic on the timeline a few days ago um, and it's it it it's kind of been resurfacing a lot and I feel like it's something we've touched on on the podcast already um, but we can definitely delve further and deeper into it and um, with dating, I feel like as we change, how we d- date changes, what we look for changes, all these different things. So there's a a bunch of different topics that we wanted to touch on in regard to dating. Um, the first one, <laughs> and we've discussed this on the show before, um, and I'm only bringing this up and I'll be very transparent. Um, I logged onto Twitter today for the first time in quite some time. And the first thing that I saw was a thread about, um, it was from Queerity. It was a, a, a post they did about couples that give us, you know, envy, marriage envy, right? And there was not one black couple in in the, the post. It was like 12 couples and everyone was white or literally everyone was white or a person of color with a white person, not even just black people. Like there was an Asian man with a white man, um, lesbian, white couples, you know, black men with white, all that, right? And it was, it was so funny because like under the, (laughs) under the, the tweet from Quarity were a bunch of responses like, um, so like, um, y'all couldn't find one couple of color. And this wasn't even all black people. There were Asian people. There were Latinx people. There were like a myriad of, of, of brown and black people that were kind of like, damn, why is it that like love only seems to come with a sprinkle of white? <laughs> and <laughs> someone, someone, um, th- that topic, of course, went into further discussing Tyler the Creators, um, you know, Frank Oceans, you know, how all the queer black men we have only date, well, the out queer black men we have only date white men. Um, still pending on Little Nas X. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Um, and then it, it also, like people started discussing um why, you know, people started, you know, theorizing why they think, you know, black people in the limelight tend to only date white men, especially gay black men. I'm going to specify because it is usually gay black men, although I do have to say, and this is a random part, like I'm all for, you know, people dating whomever they please doing whatever they please, as long as it's legal and consensual, you know, do you, I'm not going to mind your business. I do have to say that Wanda Sykes' situation is so interesting to me. You know What's she's married to a white woman, right? You know she's married to a white woman, right?
1: Yes, I did. Actually, I did know that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Right, and they've chosen to have white children. Now Ooh. that to, that to me is weird, and I'll explain why. For you to be a black woman, you've built up this wealth, right? You've built wealth on the backs of black people. At that. For you to then marry a white woman, fine. But for y'all to have children and to choose, because that is a choice, to choose to have white children as a black woman, you're going to choose to have white children and leave your wealth in the hands of white children, as opposed to, you know, further, you know, establishing wealth in our own community. That one's a little weird for me, right? Yeah. But people have all their theories on why people date interracially. And we're not going to stay on this too long. I just wanted you, Malik, to give your reasoning or wh- why you think so many uh, queer black men date white.
1: It's funny. I was on Twitter today and I saw a post about someone was saying that they feel like um, a lot of black queer men are like looking towards white people to be their savior, you know, and like, you know, please come, please come save me. You know, uh, you know, please just come, um, s- take me away from this ghetto mentality and this ghetto life. And, <laughs> and I do think that, save
0: me from the niggas. <laughs> exactly. Save me from the niggas.
1: I do think that sometimes, um, there is this, this false sense of just looking for a white Jesus in, in, in every, in every aspect of some people's black experience. And, um, I think, you know, there is this 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 old adage "white is right," and unfortunately, mm-hmm. that is really still ingrained in a lot of our brains. And so, um, you know, Kanye West said it famously when he get on, he asked for a white girl. Uh, Carisha, you know, please. it just, <laughs> Carisha, please, Karrisha, please." <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to me that people, you know, still tie success to whiteness and I think that that success it it is at every corner of of the imagination success in dating success at jobs success you know um in 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 what kind of house you have you know if Mm -hmm. you live in this neighborhood whatever people just tie success to whiteness and so I feel like that's why we see it so often I agree um
0: for me i i've and i was thinking about this today even while i was at work um and i've come up with two kind of reasonings right i think there's one that's initial um and i think and it's funny because steve lacy he's another one of the Tyler creators if you will the you know out black men that exclusively date white um he when he came out i remember him sharing like Story essentially talking about why he dates. Well, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think people on Twitter were kind of questioning why he seemingly only dates white. And he made a comment where he said, "You know, I I look at black men as like my brothers. Mm. I I can't. I'm not really like sexually attracted to them because it's like family, right?" Oh. And a lot of people were like, "Girl, first That's of all, Karisha <laughs> uh, please." <laughs> like, <laughs> like a lot of a lot of people. Kind of, and that, I, I was one of those people. And I think what he was trying to say, although he wasn't eloquent in the manner in which he said it, was that he doesn't find comfort in his sexual orientation in other black men. And I can somewhat understand where he's coming from because anyone, I think anyone that is from our community knows how intimidating it is to be queer and black. It is hard. It is, like I said, intimidating. It can be a lot. Like, you already got to deal with your own family's issues with your blackness. I mean, with your queerness. Like, it's one thing to date a white man. Like, you're used to to niggas, be, people being racist, right? Like, you you can kind of deal with that. As, as a group of people, we've grown accustomed to, like, racism. So, like, it's nothing to us, right? But to date another person of color and have to deal with their family's hatred of, of your overall queerness together on top of you know, society's hatred of your queerness can be a lot. And I think it's because often in white spaces, homosexuality is more accepted or seemingly quote unquote more ex- sure. accepted because I think white people aren't as blatant with their their hate for queer people as black people tend to be they're not as violent or aggressive with it. Mm -hmm. They're more systematic, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. white people, like, like, they hate queerness on a political kind of... um, almost... almost soft... in in an almost soft way. You know, they're not as violent as it tends to be with people of color, right? And that's not just black people. Like, Middle East... um, like it, like we see yeah, it just just globally. globally i mean queer people are right.
1: hated especially when you get into those extreme areas of like east asia and, and, and india and stuff right. like that
0: like it's it, it it can be it can mean physical harm yeah. and now there's absolutely cases where white people have been physically violent towards queer people that absolutely exists but i think we i think on a larger scale we see violent hatred towards homosexuality more from people, people of, color. of color yeah and Especially i think in
1: brunei like the whole right. like boycott brunei thing that happened with george clooney all the celebrities like those people were legally able to be stoned to death if they right. were found to be gay like right yeah
0: yeah so i think for a lot of those people they found safety in white men as as young queer men they were able to explore with those white men because maybe they felt like the black people in their area would tell on them you know it would come out that they were gay or maybe they they never because for instance my high school was mostly black right it was like 95 percent black when i say mostly when in high school there was only one other person well that's a lie there were only like two other guys that i knew for a fact were gay one of them he wasn't out. The other wasn't out. But the the one that I knew for a fact, his, his you know, his boyfriend actually is v- pretty popular on Only. Well, his ex boyfriend is actually pretty popular on OnlyFans right now. And all I'm gonna say is it's foot focused. Uh-huh. I'll let y'all find him from there. Think Atlanta, think feet. Um, think gay. <laughs> think Atlanta, think feet, think gay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Um but no his that was really messy of me (laughs) but anyway i went like i said that that young man um i remember i I remember wanting to be friends with him and wanting to befriend him because i knew he was gay although he didn't say it out loud but anyway my point was when i like in high school i never messed around any guys was never i would no one ever pushed up on me no one ever hit on me no one ever even accused me of being gay I left high school and I graduated. I'm in college. And this the other young man that I knew was gay, he was very churchy. He was a churchy gay. Which mm. we're going to get into with church gays in a second. <laughs> we're going <get laughs> to get into that in a second. Because why are y'all sucking dick in the Lord's house? Ooh, why? In the
1: sanctuary.
0: In the sanctuary and nasty. Oh. But um, <laughs> he he hit me up now on uh, Facebook and was like, you know, hey, how's college? So we were talking or whatever. And we kind of lost touch. And he discovered me again because I, I didn't use facebook actually uh, actively but he actually texted me i think i gave him my number the first time we we reconnected so he texted me and was like hey is this so-and-so and i was like yeah when you started talking and he was like um he started saying little things and i was kind of like i was picking up what he was putting down if you were if you, if you get uh-huh, me uh-huh, uh-huh. so i led him actively reading really, really between the lines right so I, I led him in the direction to like essentially asked me if I was gay, da-da-da. So we came out to each other. He was telling me, like, oh, you know, I always had a crush on you, da-da-da. And I was like, oh, that's surprising, da-da-da. And then he opens up this world to me, y'all, where it was this group of niggas on on these Facebook accounts that went to my high school that were, like, fucking each other. They were dating, they were in relationships, and it was, like, I want to say, like, 16
1: of them. Wow, 16 gays.
0: Right. Like, (laughs) it was, like, 12 to 16 of them, And these were dudes, some of them, two of them were on the football team. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, But it it was mind-blowing to me because none of them were out. None of them were ever, like, kind of brushed up against me in, in, in that regard. And I was surprised to see that many queer black men that i went to high school with right because like i said i had never witnessed any of this and the reason why i I say that is because that is often what the the black experience for our generation i'm talking our generation and older that often was the experience for it to be this very hidden secretive almost cultish needing because you wanted to protect yourself from potentially being outed yeah whereas i think a lot of people like your Tyler Creators and them uh, for so for a lot of them, they didn't get the chance to explore in high school and if they did, they didn't get to do so with other black men. Do you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So <clears throat> that goes to my first point, right? I think it's, it can be a lot more secure and a lot more welcoming to be gay in the white world so a lot of black men tend to choose white partners because it's easier it's, it's, it's safer, it's less you know potentially less work right mm-hmm. potentially right
1: yeah. i mean i th- i think that is obviously one of the, one of the intersections that you have to navigate within any black relationship i mean i think that same thing kind of goes even for you know um black Black cisgender people, you know, black I people agree. just experience trauma, period. And so when you are, Absolutely. you know, coming together as a union, th- there are some things that, that you're going to have to overcome. And so I familial do Familial
0: trauma. I'm so glad you brought that up because that yeah, was actually my yeah. long-winded ass point. There trauma. Are, <laughs> trauma. Like, it's like, just it like the, there's so many personal. things
1: that we have to go through at birth. And so I think whenever you are trying to, you know, create this union with people... You're gonna to have to navigate that shit, and especially when when you're at the intersection of being queer on top of it, you know it's like just right. just how you said it earlier, we're already black men, and now we have to figure out how to navigate all of these all this baggage and scars that we have to work on each other and it's and, and it could be really difficult, and I could see how people would think it's easier or safer, but 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 I will say this about the black experience um we do come together for each other. And I do think that there's there's nothing better in my mind than being able to reason and rationale and heal with someone that looks and talks like you and that understands the plight of being I agree. black. Um, and so I do think for any of our black brothers and sisters who are queer and that decide to get out of the race, because I think it's easier. I think it's a missed opportunity to really be able to push yourself further with someone. Um, that does understand it. And and I could see it being a lot more rewarding at the end of the day, because when I see all these great thriving relationships here in Atlanta, like Juan and G, um, I'm like, wow, you know, they've been together, I think seven or so years. And it's like, they, you know, went from doing YouTube videos about whatever. And now they're opening restaurants together and have all these great associations, that they're spearheading as a couple and i'm and i'm i'm sure they had to endure so many trials and tribulations and so um mm i'm not sure if just because it's i guess maybe a less painful route route in the beginning it's a better one it's a better one because i mean and, I've, <clears throat> mm, yeah.
0: I, I, I would i want to say i'm glad you actually brought that up because that actually goes into the 1 and G part. That goes into my my next point. I don't think we were taught because we haven't we didn't grow up seeing it that it was okay for two gay black men to be in a healthy, thriving, loving, communicative relationship because we didn't see that. We just plain and simple didn't see that. Like I cannot name three couples all right now that are gay and black that I grew up seeing. Yeah. We barely grew up seeing black marriage, period. Right? Like, not a lot... Not all of us grew up in healthy households that came from two parents. Like... And and for me, I just think back, like, growing up, even when I started to watch, like, I mean, started to, to like, pay attention to social media, a lot of the queer couples that I started watching on YouTube, that I started watching... um that I got to see via the internet and social media were white. I didn't get to see a lot of queer black men in relationships. And I think it goes back to the point that we made a long time ago on the show. We don't get a chance to really date. We don't get a chance as young men. I'm talking like I'm talking 13 to 18 and I'm not talking about sex. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about courting. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about getting to know who and what you like, We don't really get to see a lot of that, again, because of of how closeted our experiences tend to be until we finally, quote unquote, come out. Whereas I remember being 16, watching an 18-year-old YouTuber and his white YouTuber and his white boyfriend, like, go on family vacations, like, with his family and, like, go to the lake house with his family. And I was
1: mind blown. Yeah, mind fucked actually i was like wait a minute
0: (laughs) your parents allow this nigga to be like y'all in sharing a room and like this is some grown shit like (laughs) i didn't that wasn't like what that wasn't a thing so i think that that goes to the to the other part of it first is the the fear of of you know the, the trauma that a black relationship could like have right, and then it's the fact that we don't get the experience. We don't get to to see it as a possibility. What we see as a possibility is like the DL shit. We see the like the sneaking, the cheating, the sneaking, the cheating, yeah. the the staying like the playing games. The single fifty year old trying to holler at you, and you're like, bro, you are thirty five years older than me. Calm down. Like why are you still, you know what I mean? We don't really get to see, like Will and Grace, even as 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 minute and as that is that is a reality for a lot of queer people that that jack and and will a lot. There's a lot of gay white men out there like Jack and Will, but they have their representation. We don't have ours. Like the one thing we've been clinging to is Noah's fucking arc for twenty years. For 20, 20 years now is Noah's fucking arc. That's all we've been given, which is so pitiful. Like that's
1: the only. And then and then and, then, and those characters were so fucking extreme. None they of them were, were even queer. It's just like I mean I'm very I'm thankful for Noah's Ark but I really think it's a joke honestly I'm so cynical towards that show, um, and
0: and and it goes back to the intimidation factor like realistically we don't get to see regular ass black couples black people queer black people I'm talking like look at Noah's Ark them niggas was fine like the majority of that cast the majority of the men you saw in that show were like idealistic and I think that that is the thing I've noticed in gay black dating period it's very like you know mean girl-ish like there's all the all these like expectations all these demands all these things that you have to be in order to be worthy of being someone's like man it's very it's funny because it's very pick me-ish although I don't see that discussed much like I don't see the the pick me gays discussed as much as I see the pick me women
1: discussed. But like I it think can what's feel interesting about the pick me gays a lot a lot of the pick me gays are really single and yeah and a lot of the gays period. And they're single and they are like clicked up, they're grouped up because mm-hmm. they want to feed that image, they want to feed that intimidation of like I'm the one. And I think What's really interesting about all of that is it's that all of that really aids to the whole churn and burn hookup culture, and it's like okay, right. th- whatever is going to be the next person out there, the next best thing. Um, at this point, you're really like, it's like damn, bitch, is anyone good enough? It, it, right, like that. And then the, the shade question. is when if you meet a lot of them enough.
0: in person. When you meet a lot of these niggas in person. All that glitters Mm -hmm. is not gold. Baby, let me tell you something. Where is your neck? Moving to New York. Where's your neck? Not even on a physical. (laughs) Not even on a physical, because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, like, things don't always appear. Things aren't always what they appear, which we know. But I think the community is there's so much built around perception and hype and trying to be these the, trying to be that girl or the girl in the picture as they say and it's like I think if, if we were a lot more accepting and loving of each other it would make accepting and loving each other easier romantically
1: you know yeah I agree what do you think you know like when I think about the healing of all of these kind of broken ties within our community um what what do you think it's gonna to take to fix that, you know, because we're starting to see more and more queer couples out there, you know, like like mm-hmm. I, I named Juan and G and then I think of um Jamal Sims and his husband Terry. Um but, you know, there aren't many that come to mind obviously, like when you first mm-hmm. just think about it, how we can name a million straight couples that we know. Um what do you think is gonna take with us like really repairing and, and I guess in and healing those voids that we have that lead us down those really treacherous paths sometimes? Um, I think
0: visibility, ironically, yeah, is is one of the things like when we have these T V shows and when we have you know, these for the ones that are blessed enough to be able to be behind T V shows and really be behind even even um ads, even all that stuff I think it's it's gonna take us Pushing us Especially realistic us uh, To the front Like For instance On Insecure When Issa Rae's brother was Gay And he was dating a white man <laughs> I was so annoyed Not because he was dating a white man Because I promise you That's not my hang up But like I feel like Insecure did so much To show Regular ass Everyday black people And the things that we go through And the things that we deal with That it would have been beautiful to see a regular ass gay black couple. Not a superhero looking, perfect, you know, extra chiseled. We have 4% body fat ass couple. Not a super masculine mask on. Not that. But like Insecure does a good job of showing black women in a realistic, true, you know, um, I don't want to say failed because that's not the word I'm looking for. Flawed right? Because everyone has flaws. Uh, they do such a good job of showing flawed, actual black women and flawed, actual black men that I really wanted to see the same thing for, a, you know, a gay couple. Um, and then, like I said, in ads and stuff like that, I, I'm not sensitive to this. I promise you I'm not. But I notice whenever I see, like, couples, like, even on Netflix, right? I, I, I purposely try to watch you know queer shows and there's always like the black man can never just be with another black man or or, or, or even a latin man it's always a white man or maybe they'll throw in an asian in there but it's like essentially it's like saying as black men we can't find love in each other we have to have this white man in order for for you know love to work out and i just feel like we, a, we do need to do a lot of work on ourselves, and we need to start loving our, ourselves as a community, and not try to be so click-ish and so you know quick to tear each other down. But I think we also need to to be purposeful, and if we do get you know these these uh, positions and these roles, to show ourselves in honest and true lights, and show that like black love, bet- you know queer black love can exist, and it doesn't just have to be. You know two lesbians It can be two gay black men That are in a healthy You know Actual relationship I think that's one of the first steps
1: Yeah I agree I agree I want to see it Um, And (laughs) You know earlier We were talking about Why black men Do like some of the crazy things They do like Give fellatio in a church um, and, <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, honestly, like I don't know what was going on with the whole church thing. That but seemed very fetishy, fetish fetishy to me. You know what? I think it was very. It seemed very fetishized, but uh, but also I know I I, I read some of the grinder messages between the two, mm-hmm. and the the the. The banter between the two guys—it was very fetishized. Like, "Oh, you're gonna suck daddy's dick. You're gonna do this and that." Like, it was very, right. all it of- was
0: very, you know, d- almost demeaning. Yeah, the way that he was talking to him. Yeah, and I feel like the 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 uh, receiver of the fellatio felt like he was asserting himself so dominantly to be sucking, to be getting his dick sucked, sucked by the pastor by son the pastor in son church in the church. It's a major fuck you mm-hmm. <laughs> to like. You know, the the, the the religious systems and all the, the hatred that it's, you know, plagued our community with. And I also think he just felt like he was being really bad. And I think he got off on that because, like, I got the, you know, the pastor's son sucking my yeah. dick in church. Mm-hmm. And that, listen, y'all need to that video.
1: <laughs> Did you watch the full thing? Because it's like four minutes long. So I've seen both videos. Um, And I was mortified by both of them. uh, Let's be clear. Uh, And you know, I wasn't... People are fucking everywhere. They're fucking in the movie theater. They're fucking Mm -hmm. in the gym. Outside, outside, everywhere. And let me tell you what what I think is is really interesting. I, I personally was not offended by them fucking in that church. I was not. The reason why I was not offended is because... Do you think that when the, I was just about to say when the deacon is creeping with every woman in his office and here and there in the church that God does mm-hmm. not see that? <laughs> okay, or or when you had all of these side dates and you was getting doing this and that at all these hours of the night, God didn't see that? No, He's everywhere. He saw, it. and at the end of the day, for He's me, He's omnipresent. He's omnipresent, and church is nothing more than just a building. Um, and, (laughs) for y'all that was so all up in arms, please, please. Yeah, I wasn't, I'm
0: not going to lie. My initial reaction was like, okay, so why did y'all have to be in a church?
1: Yeah, like, I mean, you know, and I'm not the the most
0: holy, saved, or sanctified. Um, but my thing was just like, why are y'all in a church? I was, I was not surprised at all. It's very, like, (laughs) I don't know. It was. It did throw me. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "Why are y- Why the fuck are y'all fucking in a church? Or giving sucking dick in a church?" And then furthermore, and this is just a me thing. The young man that was sucking his dick. I'm not kink shaming at all because he does seem like a sub. Oh yeah, very not kink shaming. But I would have looked at him like, "Bitch, who are you talking to?" <laughs> like first of all. But he just seems so silly and so like. He is so he goofy. Se- he seems so childlike. <laughs> he seemed so fucking goofy. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is not even like sexy. Like, and he
1: kept like, that's laughing why I was like, shit. like, kept yeah, giggling. I was just like, what, I was like, I was what like, the yo, fuck is wrong with nah, him?
0: B, like, what is this? <laughs> I, the whole thing was such a turnoff to me and mm-hmm. so, str- it was just strange. The up. whole overall bizarre. interaction was just strange.
1: It was um, bizarre.
0: And, <laughs> it was bizarre. Um, now that song is stuck in my head. How bizarre. Anyway, another thing that we, we wanted to, that you wanted to discuss was uh, a conversation you saw again on social media. Yeah. Um, about eating ass versus kissing. Now this goes back into hookup culture, which we're going to touch a little bit more on. Um, but you know, someone is basically stating that like they, they'll, they're down for eating ass, but they don't kiss.
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Like, in
0: hookups, that's their saying. hard stop is kissing.
1: Kissing is their hard stop and it was centered around emotional intimacy when it comes to mm-hmm. fucking, you know, versus, you know, having yeah. sex with someone and and also where you are in the relationship, you know, are you guys exclusive? And the person j- just was saying that when they're hooking up because the person also has like a freak Twitter, okay? And the person was just saying that, you know, when they're hooking up, they're down to eat a butt all day long, you know, to eat that booty, but they're not down to kiss. And I just thought that was the most preposterous thing in the world that you would be down to lick the shitter all day okay (laughs) not the shitter the shitter (laughs) let's just call it a thing a thing but you're not down to kiss um and but 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 let me say this I do know that kissing can be a very passionate thing, a very, yeah. um, you know. like It's an intimate thing. Yeah, it's a very intimate thing. So, so it's a, I, kissing I is it. a
0: vulnerable state. A lot of people don't admit that, but kissing someone is a very, like, sensitive thing. Because you have to almost is. put yourself in a vulnerable state. To, to even and be open of, to it, yeah. Right, and a lot of people just aren't.
1: So I they get it. Aren't. Especially with hookups. That's why I don't do hookups. So I get it, but let me say this: when I'm hooking up, I don't kiss people anyway. You know, I I, I and don't see, kiss. and I also don't eat their butts generally, right? Um, because I, I don't. like the I like the I like the generally. Yeah, generally. General, <laughs> just general, just, me. just <laughs> like, <laughs> keep it up. It's a <laughs> I've had to go
0: down there, and <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I've had okay, because I never okay. I'm gonna be very transparent. I never saw myself eating ass. Yeah until <laughs> I was eating ass and then I was like you know <laughs> <Until>. <laughs> and then I was like you know this isn't bad hmm. but but I will say and, and this I don't do hookups anymore I've deleted all the apps because I've come to realize that I'm just not a hookup person because for me I don't want to have sex
1: with you if I can't be intimate. So I sometimes when me, that nigga I is just crave... so too damn fine, you have to have a piece of it. You just you just want to have it. No, now I th- I think this is when like the whole male, um, like in like being like um, um, being like what's the word I'm looking for um, uninhibited, insatiable. Oh. When when it comes out like when the guys are just like they don't give a fuck, they gotta have it. I think yeah. that's when it shines through because. Listen, if I see a Jack fine, sexy man, I'm like, Jack you know what? First.
0: That is my advice to everyone. If you're if you're, if you're, you're in a hookup situation or you think you're going to be in a hookup situation, beat your meat. That, if you still that, feel the true. same way afterwards, then do it. Go ahead. If not, don't waste your time. Once
1: you beat your meat, you're going to feel completely different. You're like, you know and, what? And, and then I'm if over, you I'm don't, good. it's because you actually
0: want that person. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I have learned. I'm speaking from experience here. <laughs> so, <laughs> like that, but that's for me is why I don't do hookups because it feels very, I think it's also because I'm a, I like to please, right? When I'm with someone, I like to do whatever necessary to please them, to make sure that person is pleased. And, but know? I also crave intimacy. Like I like to kiss. I like, so if I can't do that,
1: I don't want to have, like i don't want i don't want to be there like, i feel you i feel you i was hooking up with this guy a while ago and historically when me and this guy hooked up it was a wham bam thank you ma'am i mean i was in and out within 20 minutes okay it was a very short sale cycle it was a transaction it was a, it was very transactional and i was like that for a very specific reason because I did not want to get close to this person I just wanted to fuck them and be done with it well one of the last times we fucked we were talking like really nasty to to each other having foreplay and he said well you're just going to nut fast it doesn't matter and I was like oh wait what (laughs) (laughs) like like, the guy said to me oh well you're just going to nut fast so it doesn't matter you don't care you're not going to last long you never do and I was like, oh, is that how you feel? Well, that we, we fucked for 45 minutes. And let me tell you something. See? He <laughs> was exhausted and gagged. And he said to me, <laughs> he, he said wow you've never you've never fucked like this before and the thing is I hadn't because of the fact that I was not invested I did not want that but the minute I I was challenged the minute that you told me that I could not do something boy I'm a young boy are you crazy do you think I will not fuck you for hours and hours and hours if I want to I (laughs) will okay you know what's
0: you know what's funny about that (laughs) I had a very similar situation um there is there was a, a there is a young man that I've hooked up with multiple times the first time we hooked up um, first of all, he was fine. He's fine,
1: fine, fine, fine,
0: right? Didn't even think I could pull him, so I was surprised when I pulled him like in the first place, right? Then we did whatever we did, and it was a, a great session. It was you know like a good twenty, like you said, a good twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, straight to the point, come. bitch. straight to the point, right? But he didn't come. He mm-hmm. enjoyed himself. He hit me up afterwards. It was great, but for me, I felt like really bad because i'm like i got mine but he didn't get his right so i was like man god if you ever give me another chance to fuck him i promise i'm gonna (laughs) make like (laughs) i was like i promise i'm gonna make sure that like he comes because i just feel like i just want to make sure that (laughs) (laughs) like again i I i aim to please so i didn't get off because he didn't get off right and so the next time we hooked up, I, of course, you know, made sure that actually, he came first, yeah. right? I made sure he was very well taken care of. That was when I ate his ass. Um, Ooh. It was, a, it was a great situation. He was very well pleased. Um, we, there was a lot of kissing. It was very sensual. But afterwards, it was like done. And we were like done. It was like, all right, putting on my clothes. I'm going to go home now. And then like, it was, that part to me felt weird. Because have you ever been in a hookup situation where, like, you've gotten yours and you didn't necessarily care that the other person got theirs?
1: It's been a million times where I've gotten my nut and the person had not gotten their nut and I've gotten dressed and the person has asked me, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm I'm getting up out of here. Oh, see, you a bad bitch.
0: (laughs) You a bad bitch, friend.
1: Listen, bitch, there have been times where the person has went into the bathroom to get a towel for me and I've been up, I've been up dressed, bitch- and I Overcalled, met Dils, right? in the yeah. bathroom to wash my hands and to hit it. And see, that's the thing. I can't do that. Like,
0: I'll share another experience that I had, right? I went to my dentist, you know, making sure my teeth are all, you know. Pearly, nice pearly, pearly. Decided to to hop on the app and um, just to see who's in town. Because it's, di- it's a complete different side of town. I had never been over there before. I was like, well, this area is nice. Like, what is going on over here? Right? Asian gentleman hit me up, you know. He was like, You know, you're handsome. We were, you know, conversing, whatever the case may be. is. So I'm like, Okay, cool. Like, I mean, like, I mean, I'm a little, little taste of the flavor. Yeah, you know I, mean? I mean, test some test out some new waters. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, get over to his place. He didn't look 100% like his pictures, but it wasn't a read. Like, it was him, but like, maybe him. Five years and 20 pounds ago.
1: Oh bitch. That's a catfish. It, but, Goodbye.
0: But you know, no, but he, it, it was still him, just not like at his best state, which I get, right? We post our best, best pictures, et cetera, et cetera. So we do the situation. I get mine. He doesn't get his. Right. Mm, okay. But again, I'm, I have this aim to please things. So I'm like, okay. And he's like, you know, I'm so sorry. It just, it takes me a little bit longer. da. Cause I was like, girl, I was like twenty five minutes. You should have. I'm. I got mine. I, I'm ready to hit it. So he's like, oh, can you know, you just like suck my nipples while I like, <laughs> you know, until like, you know, it's like that. That'll just it'll help me come. And I was like, I'm not really into nipples, but like, if this is what you need, bruh. Twenty. I promise you, it took him like twenty. I was playing with these niggas nipples for like twenty minutes, and the whole time I was looking at my phone, like, bitch, I'm ready to go.
1: Let me tell you something. So that's again, I have sat there and done that before, and I've been so bored with myself.
0: I was so over it. I was like, this is not sexy. No. I don't know what it is about the swirling of the nipple that you like so much, or why it's taking you this damn long to come. But like, and he hit me up a bunch of times afterwards. He's like, you know, people don't usually, you know, make sure that I get my. And I was like, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not doing this again <laughs> Because that shit was So I think that's why for me I'm not a hookup person I'm not Because like I think the the idea For me, right the A good sexual experience is when Both parties go into it Wanting to please the other person As much as they want to get theirs They want to make sure the other person Gets theirs as well So like And uh, you just don't really find that In, in hookup situations Like you not saying that you can't have good sex, not saying that you can't bust a good nut during hookups, because I'm sure you can. However, the hookup that I've had the best experience in was someone that I was familiar with because it was our third time doing
1: it. I agree. So we I've always had bodies. the best hookups with people I've been fucking for a while. I do think right. that obviously a, a sincere connection with someone is obviously going to translate better with fucking because, you know, sex is really about connection. You know, it's right. about knowing how to touch someone, knowing what to touch them. All of those things. It's really And I don't want to kiss everyone. And I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, you don't. Mm. You, you, and and you, you shouldn't can. kiss because everyone. Because can we share horrible experiences really quickly? My worst hookup experience was with this guy that I thought was so fine. I thought and I had been so I had been seeing him out and about in Atlanta for some time or whatever. Um, you know, on the scene at different places here and there. And Einstein's at the club, at the bar, whatever. Have been seeing them. Finally, um, we just connected. Finally, we connected. Well, we decided to fuck after the club one night. Mm-hmm. We both were mm-hmm. at... What club were we at? I think we were at Rush Lounge, a.k.a. Chaparral. So... We we leave the club. I'm very drunk and he's very <laughs> drunk too. You're a fun drunk. Yeah, I am a fun drunk. I and and I'm a really nice drunk too. So yeah. I get to his house. He has a roommate. The and and the gag was y'all. The roommate was hitting me up on Jack. Was like, hey, what's up? Like my, you know, my, like my what? cousin and I had the same. Like situation. the roommate I was, was trying to fuck the same night. Well, mind you, I'm at the house The roommate's like, where you at? You close Bitch, I'm at the motherfucking house, bitch (laughs) (laughs) You're more than close, bitch I'm here (laughs) Baby, I'm here I am with the shits (laughs) So I told him, I was like, hey, your roommate's hitting me up Because the roommate was a famous paymaster And a paymaster is someone that just pays someone You know, a sugar daddy They will break you off to make it happen so me and the guy, me, like bro. I said, I've been admiring him for a while. We finally start we we finally get into it. Well baby I will say five minutes into the session <sighs> there begins to have a stench. <gasps> and I mean this stench was it was unbearable. It was like a newborn baby. Mama oh had my. she had painted every we. <laughs> <layer. laughs> Bitch, it was bad. Not Brandy's paint this house. <laughs> <laughs> she had painted that house. And I mean, it was bad. To the point where I had to shower. Okay. Oh, and, ew, that's disgusting. And, and, yeah, it was bad. I mean, listen, it happens, it but happens. that's bad. It's a butthole. But but right. but my thing was the way that she did it, she was rushing. She was rushing to fuck. And she did not go through her procedure efficiently, and I feel though because it was like so much, it was like almost as and
0: if was probably drinking too.
1: Yes, yes, and it just it just seemed like it was like okay, I'm gonna do it two times and just stop, and where whatever happens happens. Maybe Mama wasn't ready, and I think the water wasn't clear. The water, maybe the, <laughs> the water wasn't clear. I think I've been. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that was like my worst hookup experience and maybe the second one, the second worst is when that white guy catfished me and, and acted like he was black, but he really was white. <laughs> he needed his ass
0: beat. Um, I think it's funny that you brought up stench because that's actually the reason why I wanted to <clears throat> discuss this cuz there was a um a person on Twitter who has a a freak, I don't even think it's a free Twitter account. Do, is it considered a free Twitter account if they have a OnlyFans or is that just like promotion so you know account. what I, I think
1: at this is that a marketing point account? is that their, their yeah, business account it's a marketing account because a freak twitter account is when the person's not getting paid and they're just fucking on the law right okay so this is, a, this uh, is a, a, a a sexual
0: uh a sex worker a sex worker yes and his promotional page yes he did a um he he did some tweets where he was talking about how this guy he you know came to hook up with uh Smelled mm. how? Because he he posted a screenshot of um their interaction on Grinder or Jacked, one of those two, and <clears throat> he began to clown the dude, saying that like you know the reason why he didn't want to hook up with him was anymore, was because the dude stunk. Mm. And the, but the and, and the thing was, everyone was like, okay, but wait, you're trying to clown him for being nasty, but you still fuck. But him.
1: you still fucked him so, though. So yes, that's the gag.
0: And then it was so funny because he was like, man, I like a little stank on my... So that actually goes back to my worst hookup experience, right? So I got home from work one day. Oh, well, the gym, actually. Um, took a shower and I was like, you know, the moans are raging. Mm-hmm. Le- you know, Let's go ahead and get it done. Let's go ahead and get it done. Yeah. So I, I hopped on the app or whatever. Guy hits me up. You know, cute guy. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like let's make this happen or whatever and he was like yeah you know um you know he starts sending me pictures and we're doing the whole do and he's telling me that like he's gonna come to my spot so i'm like okay cool do my usual make sure the place is clean because i'm a tidy person you know I shouldn't, you know we can get dirty but the place needs to be clean mm-hmm. um he comes over well he's coming over well he started being really aggressive right Saying how like he wants me to do all these things and I was like Girl just come bring your ass over here like stop with all That extra like I don't Need all like he was doing a lot So when he Comes uh, to my house now Well the apartment I ring him up or whatever and he gets To the door and I open the door And bitch His scent said Hi before he did (laughs) So if you ever been To my apartment my trash can is like Right next to my front door so initially, when I smelled something, I was like, "Okay, I don't think that's it. Maybe it's the trash. Like maybe I didn't take out the like maybe there's like because a bit I juice. So maybe like there's fruit in the trash.
1: I wasn't there's sure what the anything, smell was but you hoping he not musty like that
0: because there's no way. So and when I saw him, he looked a little ran down. So I was I was already like I don't really know what's going on right now, and then. So, he, he comes in order because I'm not rude. So, I let him in. And I'm like, you know, hey, whatever. did it So, we're like exchanging small talk. And I'm like inundated with stench. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is this smell, my nigga? Like, what? <laughs> like, I smelled 10 times better than you when I left the gym. Damn. Right. Like, he's walking to my room. And I'm as he's walking, if each and every single step he's taking, I'm like bitch what is this sm- I'm like what the fuck so he goes in my room now and I'm staring at him cause I'm like bruh you wh- like what is going on right like why do you why do you smell this bad so he begins to take his clothes off and I'm like I don't think you should and before we can do that he's bent over before I could finish he's like bent over
1: Baby, I'm staring at
0: him and I'm like Ugh.
1: I know that Ugh. ass smell like Onions. I said, "Sir, oh, sir, oh, sir, sir, God. young
0: man, sir, <laughs> young man, put your fucking clothes." I didn't, Ooh. I didn't curse, but I was like, "Nah." I was like, "Hey, um, put your clothes on." This. I was like, "Why do you smell like this?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, well, you know, I didn't get a chance to stop at the house. I've been busy." And I was like, "I wasn't rushing, like." He was like, oh, you know, I can go shower and come back. I was like, no, we good. Oh, I was like, it was nice meeting you. I'm good. Like, I'm good. And he was like, you know, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's okay. Just, you know, for whomever else you hook up with, always know that there's enough time for you to take a shower. Because that, when I tell you he smells so bad, <laughs> my, my dog, left for my dog in my cousin's room, my dog, <laughs> my dog started walking back to the room and turned around. She was like, girl, <laughs> what is going on in the room? Like, Jesus. why is the, bitch, I had to change my, he didn't even get on my bed and I had to change my sheets. Like, I recleaned my whole room because he smelled so bad. Listen, I'm already a germaphobe. So for you to smell like you died and for your smell to be so bad that I have to open up all my windows and wash my sheets and we didn't e- you didn't even touch my bed ma'am sir young listen wash y'all's ass listen all these young kings your armpits the back of your neck your legs your feet wash
1: it all and also after you wash wash your your body go wash all your clothes put them in the washing machine nasty because if it's on your body it's on your clothes too baby
0: everywhere just uh So I think it's safe to say That hygiene is at the top of the list At all times ladies and gentlemen Especially when you're hooking up Ladies and gentlemen baby girl Make sure you smell good Baby girl Make sure that ass is washed (laughs) Literally and figuratively (laughs) (laughs) Like (laughs) Oh my god Like just come correct Or don't come at all because Ew Like oh. Like, th- like literally, me, I can like thinking about it now makes me just want to shower,
1: just because it <laughs> you was just want to go bathe right now,
0: right now, right now. Like I, I will never forget that shit because I'm like, yo, I've been to the gym all of the times so and I've never smelled like that. Like he clearly didn't shower, like the day before, maybe the day before that one, and was just out and about. And then like this was last um, summer. Like this was like maybe, I'm lying. This was like spring time this year, so like, it just New York is too muggy and too sticky for you to also be muggy and sticky. Was like, the nigga
1: homeless? Because you know a lot of a lot of these homeless folks be having smartphones, but they still be with the shit. You know so they still what? Be, I to he fuck.
0: he could have been
1: mm.
0: smelling like that. Mm, I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we we wanted to to touch on all things um and gating and and the, I said gating. Gating, that's the gay dating. Um gating. but one of the things that Malik and I did prior to this episode was um there is a sex expert by the name of Shannon Boudrum um who has a book called The Game of Desire coming out. Um and she has these really dope quizzes that she's created. Um, where it kind of, you can take the quizzes and it kind of tells you what your, uh, essentially what your relationship type or your commitment type is. Um, and ironically, we
1: got the same exact results. Both of us.
0: Um, so do you want to share the secure? So, uh,
1: Vaughn and I, first thing first, we are a secure type of partner. That's our attachment
0: type. Our attachment type is secure.
1: Yeah, so... Um, The attachment type, it really defines how you interact with people, how you connect with them, X, Y, Z. This is the ideal way to attach to others, and the good news is roughly half of the population is securely attached. People with secure attachment freely display interest and affection towards others, but are also comfortable being alone. They make boundaries and they stick to them. They aren't possessive, nor are they passive or dismissive. They're capable of accepting rejection and they have trouble and they have little trouble trusting people. Now, for me, I think I trust these motherfuckers a little too easily. I was going to say, do you think that's correct for you? Yeah, I do. It, it is correct for me. Like, I try to see the best in people um, mm-hmm. and I believe that, you know for me i give people my trust until they give me reason not to trust them not to yeah Yeah. because i just think it's better for me that way like to walk into things with with the best intentions until someone shows me differently and so then our um our like our relationship type is gonna be hold on before we get there
0: i'm actually extremely surprised that i got secure when it comes to um my attachment type? <laughs> like Are I'm not you? Even gonna hold y'all. I'm extremely surprised that I got secure. I mean, when you break it down, I'm not um, a possessive person. I'm very anyone that has had the pleasure of hanging with me. You know, not not many people can say that. Uh, I'm joking, <laughs> but no, anyone that has hung out with me knows I'm very controlled, and I control the shit out of uh, how, I control the shit out of how I act, how I carry myself, and the things that I do but i'm not that way with other people like i'm not someone that's controlling of like my significant other however i don't take rejection well so that is part of it where i'm surprised and then also because i think in order to take rejection well you have to be someone that puts yourself out there to get rejected yeah i don't really do that so again kind of surprised there um, but the other parts of the like there's parts of it that I definitely agree with, but some of it where I was like,
1: I don't really know.
0: I'm kinda surprised that I got that I got that one. But um, yes. So <laughs> the other type is our now this is our um our commitment type, like what kind of people we are relationship wise. And we both got modern um monogamy. Mm-hmm. We're modern monogamous. Uh this one I completely saw for myself and it says monogamy used to be one person for life today it's one person at a time and that's by esther perel um it says you are a modern monogamist aka a serial monogamist for you when it comes to structuring your relationships it's not out of i'm sorry it's not out with the old and in with the new your values are a combination of traditional and modern concepts coupling Uh, This means that while you believe in uh, exclusivity and unwavering faithfulness, you also believe in letting go of what slash who is holding you back, even if it means divorce. People live longer. Women are equally economic contributors and people's values are shifting. Thus, the world is outgrowing a one size fits all concept of love until death do us part may not fit all of your goals slash needs. You reserve the right to opt out uh out if necessary but as long as you choose to be in you're all in and i think that describes me
1: to a t for like, certain perfectly. me too like i don't <clears throat> i definitely don't believe that there's one soulmate i think in life we have like multiple soulmates and i am completely flexible and open to exploring as many as i need to until i find my husband really yeah i am like I do think there's like a fine line between cutting people off that don't serve you and also conflict resolution. I think you have to Mm. find whatever that like 50-50 or a 100-100 median point is for you. It's different for all of us. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a fine line between the two. Obviously, you have to learn how to... Create boundaries and and speak your mind and say, This is making me feel this way because of this, and then find a way to resolve it that's not, you know, selfish on your part and that also honors both people. And then there's, Mm. you know, where someone's just, they're not aligned with you at all. You know, they're a mess and there is no future. So then you just cut it off. But I think that, you know, for me, I am, I'm open to. The world and different people coming into my life for reasons and seasons, and I come on reasons and seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and 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 I'm just open to, I'm open to exploring life. I'm open to exploration. Right. Um, I'm a little less open. <laughs> um,
0: but no, I I think that describes me because I like I said I crave intimacy and and like actual interaction and contact and all that more so than i do anything else yeah i prefer the idea of being in a relationship as opposed to being single and out here messing with like multiple people um just because again you see we share the horror stories right who has time for all that shit that's why i'm not on the apps now because i'm just gonna wait until i find my mr forever bam like i'm just joking i don't know (laughs) i don't know what the fuck i'm waiting for but um but, yeah, I definitely saw myself getting modern, um, modern, mo- um, I don't know why I want to say monogism.
1: <laughs> modern the mon- monogamist.
0: <clears throat> monogamy is the word. Um, yeah, I just think that that makes perfect sense for myself. I was kind of surprised to see you get modern, um, monogamy. I don't know why I was expecting. Really? You know yeah, what? Yeah, I was expecting, because for- I think you're a little more free. So, you're a little, yeah. you know. yeah.
1: I don't know. I wanna I wanna be free. I'm. It's answering some. But I think again, that's the
0: modern part.
1: Yeah, answering some of the questions. I was like, hmm. Well, I'm not open to a third, like sharing my man. But what I am. We on vacation. See, that's what I'm saying. But I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I I can't say that I'm not open to it on a one off. You know. So like, I think all those things. You know, seem cool, like, I feel like I'm just a very, like, um, I'm a progressive at heart. And so if I'm with someone for 10 years and we begin to progress together in a new way and both of our ideas are changing and we're growing and, you know, my partner says, hey, I'm I'm feeling like this. I'm definitely open to having those kind of conversations because I think a part of being human is also changing and you know, you you can't marry someone and and it's safe to death do us part and expect for things not to change. And you, so you have to be flexible. And so I'm open to that flexibility. I'm open to what that looks like for each person.
0: I think it's um, pivotal that you mentioned the the 10 years part Um, for me, it wouldn't take 10 years per se, but it, for me, the reason why I'm open to it is, the re- well, I am say- I should say the way that I would be open to it is once I'm secure in the relationship with- that I have exactly. with the person that I'm monogamous with. Yeah, That's when I would be okay with like exploring the waters and like, you know, you know, not a third, like you said, but maybe like if we're on vacation or if, you know, like, and again, these things have to be earned. Like you have to be, you have to put me in a space to where I have a certain level of security and, and, and trust in you to where I can allow you to do these things. But it would be like a situation, like if my man makes $500,000 a year and he travels a lot, like for work and like, maybe he's in, you know, South Asia for, for three weeks. Like if he hits me up and he's like, babe, I really need some right now. And he's honest with me. I can be like okay cool. Like I can be like it's not ideal. I don't want this to happen. But you you were respectful enough to at least hit me up and ask for permission and you know we <clears throat> went from there or we went from there. But again, that's something that would have to be earned in my personal opinion in order for me to be comfortable. Because what I don't want my significant other to do is be out there like cheating on me on some, you know, because niggas love to say like, oh, I didn't tell you because I, you you know, I love you or I knew it would hurt you. No, (laughs) you didn't tell me because you were doing something you weren't supposed to be doing and you knew you weren't supposed to be doing it. Like you didn't tell me because you were afraid of the possible outcomes of you doing things outside of whatever we've agreed upon. But if we agree upon something and... I allow you to to do something I would be okay with it once we're at a certain level and it would have to be a situation like that because it's definitely not gonna be no nigga down the street it's definitely not going to be somebody that you're building a relationship or a connection with and I definitely want to know so we can take because when you get back home if you mess with someone I'm petty I'm not petty in the in the bad sense but I'm gonna want to make sure that like you get tested you know, because I don't... You can catch herpes. Or, like, <laughs> you can bring home the Sting's thing. You know what I mean? The peace. Thing, like, I, shit could happen. Like, I'm going to allow you to have that, you know, that little bit of freedom. But when you get back over yonder, baby girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm just weary.
1: I'm weary about it all. Like, I'd rather not even bring all those extra spirits and people to Me, my shit. See, but I agree. But, you know... I agree. I'd, I'd rather not even do it. But, you know, hey, at the end of the day... I, I do understand that you are dealing with humans that change and that are a little strange and you may have to deal with some shit that you did not expect so I think right as long as you're flexible because,
0: especially because I, I see so many relationships and I'm like that nigga cheating anyway yeah like <laughs> like y'all just gonna break up on you know what I mean that's why for me I if, for me in order for me to feel comfortable it would have to be in a very confined, very controlled, again, I like to be in control of certain situations. It would have to be very confined, controlled, you know, one-off kind of setting in order for me to be comfortable and secure. But that's something you would have to earn over time. You can't be six months into a relationship talking about some babe. I'm gonna be like, nigga, we're by, We're, like, you need to be single if that's what you, cause my, that's my thing. If it's habitual, if it's continuous, and if it's unprotected, across the board baby girl (laughs) (laughs) you gotta go (laughs) uh like carisha please like you gotta you gotta grab your things and go um so yeah if you guys want to take that um either one of those quizzes uh please go to thegameofdesire.com um and there's a um shannon has what five different quizzes that you can take the two that we took that we mentioned on the show are the Attachment style quiz and the commitment quiz. And shout out to the friend zone because I was listening to their podcast um when I first got introduced to this. So shout out to
1: the friend zone. Hey you guys, it's Malik. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show so far. Remember to tell your friends about what we're doing here. This is a community-based show, and the only way we're gonna grow is with your help. So, be sure to like, subscribe, and share our show with all of your friends and your family. Now, back to the episode.
0: So, we're just going to go ahead and move directly on into Iowa. I don't know why I was about to start talking like Trina Braxton. Uh, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Trina Braxton has this really weird, like, dramatic. Canadian accent. Yeah. I don't know why. She's like, ooh, I'm going ooh, t- to, the, to the club. Like, ma'am. Like the queen we are or from something. Baltimore. Sis, you're from Baltimore. Um, but we wanted to get into The Wind Down. If it is your first time listening to us, uh, The Wind Down is our celebrity and social media um, based portion of the show where if there's any topics that doesn't necessarily coincide with our growing up gay that was discussed on social media that we want to touch on, we can touch on it here. If there's anything going on in the celebrity you know world that we want to touch on, we can touch on it here. Um, <clears throat> so... The very first thing for this week uh, on the Wind Down is Y'all's Cousin. <laughs> um, if you don't know who you Cousin is, that is Chris Brown. Um, he released another album with 4,365 songs on it. And in one of the song lyrics, um, he said a few anti-black things. Um, the most popular of those being, um, Only fuck the black bitches with nice hair. Um, And this sparked quite The fucking fire on social media And I have to be very honest I was like Wow So Chris Brown has been homophobic He's abused multiple women He has Harassed people He has assaulted people He has been You know You know Misogynist He's been a myriad of things and because he said he only fucks bitches with black hair, he's canceled. <laughs> Sham fucking wow. <clears throat> I, not that I disagree with the sentiment, by all means, <laughs> cancel her. I don't, I haven't used her in ages. You know what I mean? The subscription was never really activated around here. So, you know. Yeah, cancel him But for me, I'm not gonna lie I was very surprised That this A went on for days And B caused as much Well, actually, no I was A surprised it went on for days B surprised at how horribly He handled this Like, I don't think it takes much Like, common sense To see how he could've easily steered this back in his favor Right? He could've... One, the first thing he could have done was own up to it, right? He could have said, you know, y'all are right. I hear y'all concerns in regard to the lyric. Um, colorism is something that plagues our community, and I apologize for aiding in, you know, that mindset and that thought. Um, you know, we need to love and accept all women of all shades, all hair types, all hair textures, et cetera, et cetera, um, and I apologize, Right but that's way too mature for Chris Brown. (laughs) Like that is, (laughs) that's expecting entirely too much from Chris Brown. So that's the one thing Two, He could have just said nothing. Like he could have literally just said nothing, but for you to go back and forth and then start calling all these women that have an issue with what you're saying, ugly. And for you to then go on. And he, he started the thing with, um, Tokyo Vanity where he was mocking her and and are going back and forth with her and she was reading him and she even provided receipts. But like I'm not going to lie. I was kind of surprised that of all the things Chris Brown has done and said, this is where so many people felt like they just had to draw the line.
1: Like <clears throat> I think it's hilarious. I don't know why this I don't know why it took this. I mean like you said, he's done a million Cancelable, cancelable things that, in my opinion, out outweigh this. Um, first let's talk Far about the assault this. against Rihanna. Back not night.
0: even just Rihanna because that always gets brought up. He also abused Karuchi. He threw a brick through his mama's car window when she said he needs to stay in rehab. The young man is violent. Yeah,
1: obviously. I mean, yeah, but I'm just I'm just talking about just from the very beginning. Like that was something that should have been that you know that that should have had him canceled. I mean he does he does some of the most over-the-top ridiculous things and he he seems to have like some like like a touch of narcissism disorder or something you know like
0: oh he's extremely narcissistic and very insecure Mm. but people who are narcissistic tend to be insecure so that makes sense um and further kelly Rowland, niece niece oh my gosh kelly mind the top harmony and Kelly
1: Rowland
0: Mind the top harmony. That is your business and nothing else. We Did didn't Beyonce not teach you nothing? No, like I sw- like Kelly Did Beyonce of Beyonce all teach you the time to chime in. We didn't ask you to chime in and talk about something. We love you, Chris. Niece, you are a dark skinned woman with 4C hair. Yeah. What are you what are you doing?
1: Like Kelly, it t- t- to me. When I heard that Kelly had came out and even spoke on this, I was like, Kelly, what the fuck are you doing? You are a legend. Why are you coming out, speaking on this trash, saying anything, good, bad, or
0: indifferent? Exactly, mind
1: your business. Mind your business. Mind Mind your business, Kelly. The
0: Top Harmony,
1: mind that. Mind it. I was shocked that, that she came out. And I also thought it was a bad move, a bad PR move. To speak out on something so trashy as Chris Brown. like And Kelly she got drugged U-Mart for a good two at. or three days. Keep your nose clean. Because he surely
0: doesn't. Next, Nicki Minaj. Um, Speaking of throwing tantrums and acting a fool on Instagram, Nicki Minaj has, bu- has been doing so um, quite consistently for the past week. Now, she's been annoying on social media. But for whatever reason, over the past week, she's gone on quite a few tirades. Um, the latest one being in regard to an alleged be- um, Billboard article. This article—have you ever seen like a screen grab? Yeah. And and you, and you say to yourself, "Hmm, let me like find the actual receipts to this screen grab. Like, let me not just go off of whatever this screenshot says." But in true um, baby Boomer fashion. Nicki Minaj saw a green uh, screen grab from a Lady Gaga account, a Lady Gaga like fan account, and took that as as like God's will, and and thought it was an actual article from Billboard, and went on this rant and this tirade about she she used the 12th anniversary of her um shit her mixtape her her, mixture, her her debut mixtape I forgot the name of it. Um, but she used that anniversary to kind of go on this random tirade about that article and then she went on another tirade about women in rap you know putting some respect on her name and it was obviously like (laughs) shots at cardi b which again sis baby girl (laughs) like that war and battle has been won already and it wasn't by you let it go like she has the grammy she has the fame like you are Nicki Minaj. Why are you so worried? Like, let that go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just, I need Nicki to like, not do stuff like this anymore. I feel like it's outside of the queen persona she, she tries to, you know, inundate us with. Like, you can't be bothered by any and everything. Like, you just have to let, shit like certain shit fly and I kind of I, I, ironically what Nikki wants now is the same thing that Kim wanted from her yeah so it's so funny that like you want people to respect your pen game and you want people to respect your overall artistic ability but when Kim was asking for the same thing you didn't want to give it to her he so, like, she
1: did not she flat out denied it
0: right yeah and she's been posting these clips of, of her you know that are quote unquote receipts of her showing love to Kim and like someone uh, uh, so eloquently said it on Twitter if you tell well no I'm sorry Kim so eloquently stated this it was reposted on Twitter the, the video from her breakfast club interview if you say you love me but you hate me huh. that is not
1: that's not love love it's just not that's fake love in the words of Drake
0: so Nikki, Onika, ma'am, uh, I don't know. And hold, just, and keep Beyonce name out your mouth, let it please. Go. <laughs> what is she, I was kind of surprised, but you know, I th- I think Nikki was trying to angle that one because she included Rihanna as well. Yeah, I think she was like, look, if I look like I'm just covering, taking up for all the black women, it'll, you know, cause, and then I think the funny part about it was Nikki, are you really trying to act like Gaga wasn't a bit of your like? you didn't do like some of your things your early antics weren't gaga influenced because they definitely
1: were oh my god i mean completely they definitely were were like
0: you were you were prior to what 2012 2013 you went from like hardcore lil kim to like harajuku barbie and then you were like this awful colorful mix of gaga and god knows what and thank God you stopped doing all that because you're a beautiful woman and you did not need to be like eating chicken wings
1: with like a big KFC bucket on top of your head walking on the runway like right, the most ridiculous, preposterous, camp things you could think of. Right, right. And some of the shit wasn't you even camp. You didn't need that. So it was just tacky. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: But in better news, in non-toxic news, in uplifting news, mm-hmm. um, Haley Bailey. Not, I'm sorry, Halle Bailey.
1: Not Not Halle
0: Halle Berry. Halle Bailey um, has landed the role of Ariel in the 2020 live action version of The Little Mermaid. And white people are upset.
1: (laughs) And some black people.
0: White people are upset. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw this, I was surprised. Um, Mostly because i didn't think they would they being chloe and hallie would start doing separate things so soon yeah because they're still not really established as a duo not yet so i thought it was kind of weird that they took you know steps to like step away from each other but i also think it makes sense because me personally although they sound phenomenal together i think they'd be better as solo acts i think
1: so too
0: yeah, um, no shade to Halle, but I think she kind of holds Chloe back a little as a performer, um, and I also don't think Halle gets to show her full extent as a vocalist with with, with um, Chloe. With Chloe, yeah, because they have to play off of each other. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Chloe vocally. Chloe sings. Down. Both of these ladies sing, um, but Hallie has a very special voice. Mm-hmm. She has an angelic, old Hollywood sarah vaughn training-esque kind of a voice yeah which is why her playing ariel makes sense because it's very ethereal it's very whimsical it's just she has a stunning like when she sings it's kind of like golden gates open and like birds are chirping and
1: you're in a forest it's fresh skipping happily like it's just yeah she has you a know very what I mean? fresh a very just like a almost imagine like aromatherapy like huh oh. it, it's a yeah, very, it's like very a re- calming it's a
0: relaxing yeah. calming yet like in like intriguing voice mm-hmm. like she's a very gifted young lady so I'm, I'm very happy to hear that she's landed the role of Ariel in Little Mermaid I'm also more happy because I'm also even more uh, happy because I hope this means that she'll have some black sisters
1: yes that's exciting And
0: a black father
1: Yes And
0: the reason why I'm hoping for this Is because Have we never thought of the fact that This shit takes place in the Caribbean Sea And there weren't any black people Yeah There was like one black mermaid Like how is the um, Sebastian Jamaican In the Caribbean Sea And everybody else is white
1: Everyone else How Well we know how Colonizer's but, uh, like, come on, y'all. <laughs> also, with that being said,
0: as happy as I am for Hallie, the one thing that I'm focused on, I, I swear to God, Disney, if you hire a non-Caribbean person to play Sebastian, it's me and you. Mm. Me and you. Because if I have to do it one more fucking bad accent, there's plenty of Jamaican people that can do it to know. There's plenty of it. they, uh would they uh they
1: better call you they, they, they should hit you like your
0: me can under the sea where things is wetter
1: you know i can do it
0: but like for this for like god's sake if it's if there's some white man up there talking about some under the sea man <laughs> i promise you i'm gonna reach through my tv and fight y'all i swear to god like they don't even have to be Jamaican. I would prefer them to be Jamaican. But they don't have to be Jamaican. You can go to Trinidad, you can go to Saint Vincent, you can go to 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 St. Kitts, Nevis, Saint Lucia, um, Barbados. Hell, get Rihanna. <laughs> Let Rihanna do it. Let Rihanna be Sebastian. Okay. Sean Paul. Elephant man. Beanie Man one oh no, of his <laughs> that's a little too far reel it back shaggy like someone that's i beg of you oh my god if y'all do nothing else correct please make sure that sebastian is pa- played by a person of caribbean descent do. i think that's the least they don't make me do. like do not make me have to go on bad please don't okay
1: have you and heard the clip of beyonce speaking um the, the newest clip of her as Nyla.
0: Those things are... I'm sorry, but Lion King is looks very
1: creepy. <laughs> Those... The mouths... It's, it's so it, weird. It, it's spot on, though. Like, the mouths wee- of the I animals. Can't, I
0: can't watch... It. Like, every time I look at the clip, I'm like, I don't want to watch... It. Like, it doesn't look like Lion King. It looks dry. It needs some moisturizer it's not vivid, like, and this has nothing to do with the voice acting and everything to do with the animation. It just, lo- and I know they are going for more realistic, more, you know, actual and factual. I saw someone joking, <laughs> joking, um, about Scar and they were saying like, well, when have you seen a lion in the actual jungle that looks like Scar? Nowhere. Right. All that is great, but it's, it, I don't know why, but it looks so weird to me. And also, I don't appreciate Childish Gambino ruining Beyonce's vo- vocal, because when that clip came out of her singing, what's the song she was singing? I forgot. Fuck.
1: Um, dun, 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 dun.
0: Oh, fuck. I don't fucking Anyway, know. y'all know what I'm talking about. The, when the his phone. voice came in, when his voice- Carisha, please! <laughs> Carisha, Carisha,
1: please. That was I think me. I you're truly something <laughs> special. Carisha, please.
0: Like, no. Childish Gambino, I know that is y'all's friend.
1: Y'all, I don't They need said a man could sing his ass off.
0: Well, he ain't got no ass, so that's why he sounds like that. So, he needs to stop. I need them to re-record with just Beyoncé Maybe get Miguel, you know, maybe get, you know, Mario. Somebody. Anybody but Travis But not Gabriel. him. Not him. It does not sound good to me. I'm sorry. It just... Did you did you
1: hear it? I haven't heard the whole song. I've just heard the clip. I've heard the... That's all I've heard is the oh, clip, Oh, yeah, with well, yeah, the clip, yeah, the clip sounds... It, it, he, has a, he has an off voice. She sounds voice. amazing. It's very, it's, yeah, it's, because
0: her voice is so warm and, like...
1: And then he comes in like,
0: hey, (laughs) just going to sing the song with uh, Beyonce as she sounds, you know, uh, amazing. And I'm just here. No, not 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 feeling it. Not feeling
1: it. Listen, it's hard to find a vocalist to put up against the queen to put next to the queen. You know, points were made
0: points. Points were definitely made. Um, but that is it for this week's Growing Up Gay We hope you guys have enjoyed uh, Quite a, <laughs> uh, a A little different A, a little <clears throat> A little different for us you We know, got into we, a few we,
1: A few uh, Red light Topics tonight Yeah
0: Yeah It's a little, it's a little adult We mm-hmm. were a little grown on this episode But uh, We hope you all enjoyed it As always uh, Please make sure you follow us On social media you can follow the show's Instagram at grownupgay. You can follow the show on Twitter at gay underscore. Um, please be sure to contact us if you have any questions, comments, concerns. If there's anything you'd like to ask us or anything you want us to touch on or if you have, if you need some advice. Yeah. You know, you can email us at vaughn at That's G-R-O-W-I-N upgay.com or malik at com, or grownupgay.com at gmail.com either one of those three you can um contact us and tell them where to follow us individually on social media
1: yeah tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend you can follow von on twitter at underscore von on instagram at vonagram you can follow me on twitter at yo malik and you can follow me on instagram at malik khalid yoga be sure to follow our show everywhere on instagram it's grw up gay ig growing up gay underscore yeah
0: and also please be sure to rate us five stars on itunes um be sure to leave a review on itunes and like we said holla at us peace peace